You're listening to DraftKings Network. Christian's a cold boy. This is one of the. This is one of your features, which sure. you know turns out that means you're going to live longer. I'll take it because your your inner organs, the hotter they are, the the uh, faster they wear out. I'm, there's a technical term for Damn, it, bro. But. Well, why are you going to make me plan your funeral, dog? <laughs> <laughs> why are you putting me through you that? You better be there playing an acoustic <laughs> guitar, telling everyone what I was really like. Bro. It's the Cooligans, stupid. What's good, everybody? Welcome. It's the Cooligans, buddy. Let's go. Welcome to uh, the cool again. Did you hit any buttons when Timsy was here? Did you go crazy? Um, no, we didn't. You know what? We uh, I, we didn't hit the buttons as we were chatting because we had such a, a beautiful and engaged conversation. Right. Touching each other's faces. <laughs> okay. Caressing as we. <laughs> <You know. laughs> as Just we letting spoke. him know I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is a safe space. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm listening to, to what you're saying. And I'm also listening to your body. Okay. <laughs> um, but I, I did give him like the run through of every button mm-hmm. and what each one did. Um, but we did it. got more and more exciting as it went on. <laughs> I was explaining him, you know, uh, uh, Witties and, and Mi- Michael Richards. You don't know where I'm from, dog. And he, right. But he heard it. And he was like, oh, that's the one from. He knew exactly what it was. Yeah, dude, apparently they, that show's made a, a bit of an impact. Right, right. In Europe. And then, uh, obviously, Chris Whittingham. Hit him in the penis. And I, that one I had to explain because he, really? he did not know that he one. Didn't, he didn't get it. He didn't get right it. Away. <laughs> he, he, oh, I got to be honest with you. That's the one we might not have to explain. He's like, I need the backstory mm-hmm. on that one. And he goes, uh, well, did it hit him in the penis? It did. <laughs> That's why he said it. Um, so, again, a uh, shout out to uh, Michael, Tims, Timsy uh, for coming through yesterday and, uh, you know, covering for Alexis since he wasn't here. You see what Crimson Pizza put? He says, Alexis always drops these random facts like he was homeschooled by somebody who was training to be on Jeopardy. As <laughs> wild specific. <laughs> That is true. Um, yeah, I, I I think it's mostly you know, no one in my family want to be a Yepardi. <laughs> I think it's it's more the you're like you're like one of those students that never you you think they didn't pay attention in class, but they like they knew the they knew just enough to pass the test. Yeah, no, this is this is facts. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and the teachers are always like, "Man, I really thought he was a problem child." Bro, they but he to, actually some of it actually sunk in. They try to catch me cheating all the time right. because they were like, "He couldn't have <laughs> he was literally throwing things, yeah. joking around, making fart sounds the entire time I taught right. this. How did he grasp it enough sure. to pass it in the test?" Never caught me. I mean, a couple times, a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> but not that stuff. Like I do I do remember the cool stuff. Like the, the like some facts. I remember being like, "What do we got to learn about this war?" Sure. It was a sh- it wasn't a world war. Alexa was like, was like slavery, schmavery. Why are we <laughs> learning about this? Bro, <laughs> my man. I listened to my homie Ron DeSantis, and he yeah, said we don't yeah. need to know any of anything. He said about- none of this is essential <laughs> anymore. <laughs> my my uh, schooling was more my 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 like group of friends. We were the type of uh, of kids that were like. We made fun of you for not doing well in school. Hilarious. But it was like, but these are. What bizarro world did you go But to? it was like, but it was like hood dudes too. It was just like, it doesn't, you know, everybody was a hood kid, but yeah. we were just nerdy enough 
to be like, nah, bro, what you gonna be? You gonna get left back, bro? Damn, like, son. yo, it's embarrassing, what, dog. What you not studying, dog? Hell, <laughs> bro, what you out getting, girl? I'm out here, I'm out here studying and causing teenage pregnancies, yeah, bro. Like, yeah, I, no. you could do both. If I could, if I have time to do both, you could at least do one of them. Because we know you ain't getting them. That, that was my friend group. So, <laughs> no, my friend group was the. Would you bring your books home? Damn. For what? <laughs> one of your tables wobbly? <laughs> why are you going to the police academy? Damn, damn, son. <laughs> yo, what you want to do good in this world? <laughs> Hell, yo, we all getting jobs in fact. <laughs> and I did at 11. Uh, also, I Am La Lucha said Alexis got straight A's, but had all needs improvement in conduct. A hundred percent true as well. You, you did not get all straight A's, so that's not I, true. No, not straight A's. Yeah, I got good <laughs> grades. I did get good, very good grades. Right. Um, but I got constantly told. Uh, he's not living up to his potential. He doesn't pay attention enough in class. He speaks too much in class. Damn, bro. Uh, what? That was a rough conversation you had with your wife yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why are you telling her this, bro? I'm trying, I'm trying to better myself. But my mother also never went to PTA meetings, so it was just like a sheet of paper that said all this. But she would go to, like, parent-teacher conferences, right? That's and what a PTA is. No, no. Parent-teacher association meeting. No, but parent-teacher... No, PTA meetings is, like, a whole group of... of Parents and my mother never went to the school. No, okay. So, but parent teacher conference no, was go going that. over your grades and going over how you're doing in school one no. on one with the teacher. No, no, no. My mother was like, What? You're still in school, <laughs> right? My mother assumed I was doing well because I hadn't gotten kicked out. My mother wow. would also the beat bar, the crap out of me if I got a B very and low. not an A. So there was a lot <laughs> hidden going on. And I was like, yo, C is pretty good. There's another one past C <laughs> that's also passing. You could get a D and coast. I'm doing I, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to The Cool Against. My name is Christian Polanco. I am Alexis Guerrero. And as always, yes, uh, we are here today. It is. Uh, we're recording this Tuesday, February 7th. I have to just highlight it because it's just been, you know, the 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 last seven days seemed like uh, uh, an upward trajectory, and I, you know, and I know this is we focus on American soccer mm. on Tuesdays, but American soccer, uh, the brand was strong. It's also bleeding over into Europe a lot. Yeah, right? yeah, which is good. That which is we, to, we we warned you, we told you this would happen, bro. This is about to just be a two a one episode. <laughs> Well, we show because oh, you know this gonna be one just one Joe Rogan podcast because we in the game now, <laughs> long as hell. That's right, right, dude. We're gonna do five and a half hours and with a guy who thinks the pyramids. <laughs> okay. We're already there when humans. I'm got telling here. you, Jordan Peterson is walking through that door. <laughs> <laughs> but because and then he's walking out the door, you don't see over there. Um, but last week. Uh, Weston McKenney was mm. rumored to be going to Leeds United, and then he ended up going. We're just yeah, like, I was like, where's he going with this? I'm Everyone saying, knows he got on there. And then it was like, oh, yo. But there was rumors of Arsenal. There were rumors of PSG. Right. And it was crazy. So then, then it happened. Then we're like, the, all right, the news is even better because, look, it's Tyler Adams, Brendan Aronson, Jesse Marsh. They're linking up at Leeds. They're going to be taking over the Premier League. It and then major Leeds, Leeds soccer. And Leeds had to go on and be a hater, bro. bro. Leeds was like, yo, the quota <laughs> from Ameri- Americanos is too high right we now. We went to, we didn't mean to. The numbers are just not looking great but Can right I now. tell you how this is a victory for us? Tell me. Okay. 
You know who takes over this next match for uh, Leeds? Oh, yes, I did hear this. Uh, a half Cuban, <laughs> half Puerto Rican dude from New York <laughs> will be on the touchline. <laughs> uh, uh, I just want to read this from uh, St. Tali said, y'all live different school lives but ended up at the same place. Which story is more sad? <laughs> I mean, it's still him. He studied. It has to be, has to be mine. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you worked hard to I get worked too here. Hard. <laughs> and I... <laughs> to get here, <laughs> I was living a comfortable life in IT, and uh -huh. this is, and uh, boy, anyway. Uh, well, thank you for reminding me of that, Tali. Uh, okay, <laughs> that is fucking amazing. So, the um, yes, there's gonna be a Boricua, the, yeah. So, Chris Arm is rumored to be taking over, uh, interim. Uh, which, Not rumored. I think they said that he will. Him and, and the no, two assistants will be responsible for the, uh, but who I don't know who's gonna be in the technical area, they haven't confirmed that yet. That is. All three of them can. I mean, it's a pretty big area. <laughs> I don't understand. The but it's issue. just weird because because Chris Armas just got there maybe like two three weeks ago. He's an. I mean, the quota of Americans. I mean, there's just Americans everywhere. I'm here. just saying. It's just like, bro, Jesse Marsh brought him in. Like, yo, let me bring in my homie. And all of a sudden, my homie's taking over my right. <laughs> taking over my job. Well, damn. That's like when uh, that's like when Tom Brady let uh, Antonio Brown sleep in his house. <laughs> Is that, that remember true? the rumors? Yeah. Antonio Brown was trying to. Say he was sleeping with Giselle. He did make a, a, a rude comment on on. But he uh, also posted a lot of stories about him and her and his Instagram and stuff. He was it alluding mean that he did. No, no, no. He's alluding to that fact. Yeah, Antonio Brown did. <laughs> and also, I ain't heard shit from Giselle. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that. But yeah, Tom Brady was like, you know what? Why don't you stay with me and just? <laughs> yeah. And Antonio was like, okay, <laughs> okay. I, I didn't realize you were this uh, stupid, Tom yeah, Brady. Yeah, Chris Brown was like, Chris Brown, Chris Armis was like, oh, it's a nice technical area. <laughs> Let me see what it looks like with a Cuban yeah, in it. Yeah, do you have? Uh, do you have a, maybe a work trip plan or something? <laughs> no. So look, I, um. This is Mike Thomas said. We reverse colonizing, bro. <laughs> Y'all came on boats. We went on airplanes, bro. The uh, who who did Leeds uh, lose to Nottingham Forest? They lost mm. one nil. Um, I I did watch the game. Kaylor Navas. Oh yeah, Kaylor Navas just showing up in Nottingham Forest is also just pretty wild. Dude, it's, uh, what a wild <laughs> state of affairs. They've signed like forty nine players. This <laughs> they <team>. really have. <laughs> they signed some for other teams. They're like, I got you, bro. I got you. You look like you need it, my G. It, but you know what? It, it at, at the beginning of the year when Nottingham looked pretty bad, and and everyone said like, this is too many players to sign. You're not going to have any chemistry. There's no. You, you, they're going to get relegated. Right. And they've like managed to like piece it together and, and make it work. And Leeds, unfortunately, in this game had no, um, they had no ideas. No, they did not manage to make it work. Yeah, they just uh, were trying to figure out. I, I think uh, uh, Rodrigo got injured. I don't know how long he's out for. Maybe somebody in the chat can uh, let me know. But I did see a photo of him um, in, in the hospital saying, you know, I guess he got, he had some kind of surgery. I don't know if he's going to be back this season. But it's, uh, he was, you know, once they got rid of Rafinha, and not having Rodrigo, it's like, bro, the, the attacking options are quite limited. Uh, uh, Rodrigo will miss the back-to-back -back Manchester United matches. Looks like that's, that's it. Okay, so that's not. It could be worse. Um, the Del Boy said Leeds defense let Marsh down. Look, I mean, they gave up one goal in this game. Tough. I mean, and and let's not just uh, focus on just one game. The the big issues the last three months for Leeds is 
they they are um, drawing. They mainly are getting draws in games that they probably should win. Um, so whether it's a defense that, or not, is that Jesse Marsh's fault? You'd have to say yes, right? If they're good enough to draw, you should be able to inspire them to be able to win. I um, I guess so. I but I don't know if it's if inspiration is is enough because well, the, the, from from office thinks so. <laughs> well, I guess so. Yeah, they they said that the the board uh, at Leeds basically said like it's. I mean, we like Jesse. But we need points, yeah. and and they're not trying to get uh, relegated again. And I, Crimson Pizza, by the way, said, didn't Chris Armas do the same thing at Manchester United? Didn't he? I don't think he ever took uh, stood on the touchline. I don't think either. No, but when he showed up, manager got fired. Um, and Chris Armas is like, bro, oh. I know I just got here, but I don't, I don't think he's. <laughs> He don't seem like the I mean, right guy. I, I would say job. it's a coincidence, uh, you know, unless we have a little bit more. Oh, no, man, he could be the Terminator, bro. <laughs> the one thing, look, if, if Chris Armas is um, uh, leading this team, uh, especially in these upcoming two matches, which is also like just a great against story. Manchester against United. Manchester United, which is also yeah. just a great story. Um, but Chris Armas comes from the Red Bull, Jesse Marsh yeah, system. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's going to be the same exact thing. I have yeah. no reason to think it's going to look any different at all. I don't know that it's going to be the exact same thing. The system will be the same, but maybe the way he gets players to maybe make some changes or positioning maybe is a little different. Or maybe he can, you know, get them to, uh, you know, kind of become a bit more of a unit. Sure. I don't know. I mean, they... they well, look, Chris Armis isn't being considered for the men's national team job. No, he is not. But now Jesse Marsh is because he's gone from the team. Yeah. So uh, what are your thoughts there? I think, um, you know, uh, so a lot of people have been also saying like that, um, you know, U.S. soccer should take time to really uh, uh, analyze all their options. Um, U.S. soccer president Cindy Parlocone did say recently that they want to have a sporting director first before they make a decision on. Well, yeah, because you won't let that person hire their own. coach, Right. Um, and they, and she mentioned that she wants the sporting director in before the Women's World Cup. So there is time. Um, they, look, today especially, there's been a lot of rumors of, uh, uh, you know, Jim Curtin was just on um, on the podcast with um, Demarcus Beasley mm-hmm. and Aguchio uh, Nyewu, and uh, and saying like he he would he would leave the union job for uh, an assistant, assistant job at, at U.S. soccer, which is also Damn. pretty wild. Uh, yeah, yeah. But look, he's making it clear why. They're like, yo, would you leave your girl if you fell in love with someone else? Of course. What if it was just an option of a threesome? Yeah, I mean, still. I would, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just get to get in there and help out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, damn, bro. I'll take a supporting role. Yeah, yeah son. <laughs> you get an award, too, bro. Yeah. Right? Hey, Jesse, you know Philly can hear this podcast, right? <laughs> he's, just, he's just keeping it real. Um, I, I think the... Uh, look, Jesse Marsh, uh, he, he, you know, even while he was... Uh, having uh, some good stretches at Leeds, people mm-hmm. were still saying the same thing. People were saying this even while he was at, at Leipzig. Mm-hmm. Um, so I look, I, I don't see it's not a a, um, a job that I see, you know, tons of managers pining for. And and Jesse Marshall, I think, would be a a good option and I think a good fit. I think it's unfortunate what happened at Leeds. Uh, you know, we we've been talking about him. Uh, positively, because we would just want him to succeed there, right? Because 
And, you, and, and I guess you could argue that he is the most successful American manager in the Premier League, in no, Premier League history. He's right. the <laughs> most successful American manager, bar none. Okay. Because no here's the I, thing. He, he saved them from the drop last year. Yes. So, yeah, while he did not win anything, there's no other American manager. Well, I guess David Wagner, technically. Yeah, right. But there's no other American manager that I can think of that has survived that long as at, the, at that level that he has. Yeah, yeah. So, look, I mean. It, so who else? It, what, would you say Bruce Arena? But he won everything in MLS. He never got to that he never level. Got, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So uh, you, you have to give him uh, some credit. I think a lot of people think that him get him losing his job at this particular moment when right after the transfer window right before these two matches against Manchester United unless you really have a a, a strong vision uh for a replacement i it might have been a little um preemptive but i i i get it i mean it's just more than anything leeds have just been underperforming uh, and underachieving, and I, and I think they have a team good enough to be in the conversation of like, I don't know, Crystal Palace or something. Like they should they should have like twenty five points, when, and they have seventeen or whatever. Brentford, you know, yeah, it's just like uh, yeah, not, it's not Brighton, it's not Everton, terrible, right? <laughs> but Jesse Marsh for Everton. Um, I would, I you know what, I would take it. Yeah, I would yeah. take it. We didn't talk about the Sean Dyche thing, but are you happy with the stuff? I'm I'm very unhappy for you. <laughs> I, in fact, I would have wished. Like I'm wearing my Everton shirt for. I said yes. I told Tim's yes. I'm like I gotta wear an Everton shirt again in front of Alexis. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so he knows. Said, <laughs> <laughs> um, as I mentioned it with Tim's a little bit, just like it, it, it's you know it's it's essentially surprising to me that the the basics, the fundamentals uh, that Sean Dyche implements is. Like, why couldn't Frank Lampard just tell them to, you know, not let their player run past double team the winger when they have the ball close down like really simple and practical things. Um, It's surprising to me that the those defensive fundamentals led to um, offensive opportunities and just I don't know. Just I, I, I said, what did I say the last couple of weeks? I said Frank Lampard, for some reason, just doesn't punish players who don't play well. Mm-hmm. And who didn't play in this game? Damari Gray. Damari Gray did not play in the game. And I said week after week, I mean, he, he gets a banger here and there. And yeah, but Idrissa uh, uh, Ganagay also makes a ton of mistakes, and he was in there. Uh, I wouldn't say a ton. Oh, a significant amount. In I, fact, I think TRL, uh, TRL, TR, TFO, IRL. Carson, what Carson Daly yeah, say? Carson Daly was like, yo, which is a reference I don't get. My <laughs> aunt talked about it a lot. Uh, I'm super young. Uh, <laughs> uh, call it? Uh, TFO, IRL did a whole video about, uh, I think, like, uh, Sean Dash, like, what to expect. Yeah. And they were like, uh, he, JJ Bull just kept saying, like, He's kind of gay again, making sure. another mistake. But um, well, he did, he had a, he, he. I would argue he had one of his best games this season, playing on the Sean yeah, Dyche. He showed up. Yeah, yeah. Um, really, really great time. By the way, thanks. <laughs> so. Could just we'd be eight points. <laughs> but thank you, thank you to City for dropping points. We still five up, baby. Yeah, yeah. The loss against you doesn't you, matter. I, show some love to Tottenham Hotspur, bro. Show Finally, some love, bro. Show some respect. Bro, you know how many times I tried to believe in you to help me, <laughs> and y'all couldn't. Yo, finally, <laughs> they That's did the it. Tottenham, they bro. did it. Um, how how is that you win and yet hurt yourself? <laughs> I don't know how that happens, but 
uh, to talk about the men's national team job, there is this sort of argument if we want to consider, right, if we want to talk about the the Twitter sphere, you know, yeah. U.S. soccer Twitter, uh, Reddit, you know, just the deep web of <laughs> soccer fans. <laughs> you know sure. what I mean? yeah. Those, yeah, those very difficult to find websites. Yes, <laughs> deep, deep web. You need tour to get in there. But the that 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 sort of, I don't want to call them the the serious nerddom of yeah. U.S. soccer, but the people tweeting about U.S. soccer nonstop and the people talking about it nonstop on Reddit and stuff like that. There seems to be a growing argument, or there's two tracks: people that want the most accomplished manager possible, and those that want the most accomplished American manager possible. Right. Yeah. Uh, the, it, I think I saw Charles, Charles Boehm uh, tweet about this mm-hmm. and it, essentially mentioning how that, 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 that seems to be a factor for a lot of people, that they do want a manager that is, um, that is American. And it isn't like we've had a fair amount of um foreign managers i mean a, a couple in my memory i know obviously jürgen klinsmann but then who was the, the in the 98 world cup um was he, it was it croatian or something or serbian i forgot his name um i don't think that was 98 it was either 94 or 98 i think it was 98 because um during the what, what uh, didn't um uh, grant uh rip grant wall he had that the podcast no, steve that, sampson I want to talk to Sam. No, but he got fired. Who was the guy who took his place? Boyan something? You want to hear something crazy? Steve Sampson's real name? Mark Steven Sampson. What you going with your middle name for? What's wrong with that? Maybe there was a lot of Marks somewhere. <laughs> I see one in front of me, bro. Mark's, Mark's rocking with us. <laughs> so, um, okay, it's 94, is, uh, Andrew Johnson is uh, mentioning. Anyway, so um, it, it, to me, it is um, Steve Sampson in 1998, Bora in Bora Milot, uh, Milotonovic. Milotonov- that was Milotinovic. way before. That was in 94, though. That's what they're saying. They're saying 94. Um, so the, look, I, I don't know where the, this, I guess to me, there doesn't exist this like trauma of foreign managers where people are like, no, we definitely need an American manager. It seems weird to me that anybody would have that, uh, opinion. Cause it, it, I also wonder like, do people have that opinion in like other countries that they don't want a foreign manager? Is that a common thing? I don't know if, do the English feel that way? That they need to have an English manager. They do, uh, but that they feel that way about a lot of stuff. Okay, uh, like <laughs> citizens. Uh, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, you know, you could, people who have construction jobs are very concerned yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. where they're, they're very from. Upset about it. Um, but I, that is a very common problem over there. But I do think the, I think it stands. I think it's a it's a sign of where your nation is in their footballing history. Yeah. On whether the manager of your national team was is from that country or not. Sure. I don't think it's a necessity. I think Marcelo Bielsa is one of the names that's being considered uh, for the U.S. men's national team job. I don't know that that's the right choice. And I love Bielsa, but I'm not sure that that's the right choice for that role. To me, I, it seems like, and based on 
you know, the, the, the World Cups I've experienced in my life and, and, and watching uh, some of these, these U.S. players, I think there's, you know, every country has like its own identity, its own personality, its own playing style and all this other stuff. Right. And I think the, the, the I'll say this, I think the, the, the corny, rah-rah kind of like, let's believe in ourselves, American. Oh, I believe that we will win. I think it kind of works for us. I don't know. I just I feel like so. You're saying we are the Jesse Marsh wearing, you know, all birds. Yeah, 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 yeah. I We're think air I think guitar the, would I think score. The, I think the players responded well to Greg Berhalter, who was, you know, uh, uh, you know, had the the newest kicks, the newest Nikes. Yeah, but he was more of a stoic. He wasn't like Greg Berhalter is cool. Jesse Marsh is the epitome of cool. The uh, the opposite of cool. Right. Okay. Yeah, it was very different. Me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I was, I was thinking of uh, what is it? Antithesis. Uh, FS, whatever that word is. Yeah, Antithesis. Antithesis. Yeah, dude. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally, dude. Uh, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Like he's the antithesis of cool. Like he is. It, it's it, like it, he's kind of cool because he's so uncool and doesn't care. Right. And look, Del Boy just said American exceptionalism BS. It didn't work at Leeds. And maybe it just does. It yeah, doesn't really that's, work. Maybe that's it not really what he was doing. It isn't. But I mean, th- I know he showed everyone the movie, the documentary. Right. Right. Um, about the national team kind of coming back together, wanting to win for America. Right. Wasn't it? No, the redeem team. The, that, the, the that's, basketball. That's what I'm talking about. You, okay, but you said the national team. That is. Oh, wait, wait, it wait. It was a USA basketball. Oh, okay. Yeah, About, yeah. like, the embarrassment of losing. You, when you say the national team, you just, you have to, we're, this is a soccer show. What? <laughs> so I you, didn't sign up for that. You have to be clear about what national team you are referring to. Oh, that's right. Well, yes, the national basketball team, yes. USA, soccer, USA basketball, uh, about them coming back and wanting to win for America and you know if you did you watch it at all? I did not watch. It's very no. good. There was a story of uh, uh was it um, who's a really tall dude? Uh, God damn it, Patrick Ewing. Yes, uh, <laughs> he was too old for the movie. No, he played at Minnesota and um, he played at Boston and he Garnett, won. Kevin Garnett, um, uh, Mello, and somebody else were coming back to the hotel room at like six thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. right? And sitting there is uh, Kobe Bryant, and Kobe Bryant is tying his shoes. And they were like, oh, you went out? And he was like, nope, just got up. I was just at the gym for an hour, and now I I changed shoes because now I'm going to go do cardio. And they're like, oh, okay. And then the next day at practice, he burns them all. Right. Right. So the guys are like, go out again, come back. And Kobe Bryant's sitting there changing his shoes. And they're like, what's up, Kobe? And he's like, what's up? I'm heading to the gym. And then he burns them all in practice again. So everybody starts going to the gym with Kobe Bryant in the morning. And the best was Carmelo Anthony's like, bro, 530, we all in there. He's like, well, let me stop lying. I didn't go at 530. I went at like 6, 730. But still, we didn't go to the club the night before. And right. So, like, I get the, the meaning of it and the, the inspiration behind it is good. But what is a group full of English dudes? They're not going to get inspired by USA winning something else. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Okay. That that is maybe there is a a little cultural disconnect. And I and and when it comes to 
um, I, I think when it comes to almost any optimism whatsoever, mm-hmm. it's just that's not an English thing at all. So when you believing bring that, in yourself, believing in yourself is not an English. That's not an English. You thing. can't be bringing that. In fact, they almost <laughs> recoil when you bring it up. They almost rally against it. English people would rather beat someone who thinks is better than them or thinks they deserve to win than do they deserve themselves them to win? Thinking like, yeah, we, yeah, we we deserve this yeah. victory. No, no, you you'd know? rather stop someone who <laughs> believes in themselves. Right? Yeah, yeah. We we defeated the empire. You know, what right, I mean? right, like right, that, right. That feels better. That prick came in here thinking he was good. <laughs> Showed him. That's the that's what the English want. <laughs> and so it didn't work. So when you have uh, American um, American managers, yeah, that tends to look. That's going to be uh, uh, part of it because. But what what manager do you want for the U.S. national team? Oh, I mean, that's, well, that's like, such you, a bigger question. If I, you could... I mean, we Zidane? Have I mean, if, if he was interested, that would be great. I'm not sure about his tactical nuance. <laughs> no. uh, if, what type of manager? Not not name. Like, give me, like, if you were the sporting director. Christian, you've just been hired as a U.S. soccer sporting director. Thank you so much, everybody. Hey, uh, we need... <laughs> yeah, we're all excited. It's a group here. <laughs> uh, we need a manager right away. We need a head coach for this U.S. men's national team. Mm-hmm. Give us your... What are what are what are some of the characteristics you would look for? I would look for a a manager with a um uh, I would say a a more uh, pragmatic playing style and and a manager that can um that is that can adapt to uh you know the the certain the situation like so if I'm thinking about Netherlands and Tim Ream and Walker Zimmerman can't get the ball out of the uh you know uh, uh can't cross any lines to get a ball to a midfielder I'm like okay well let, let could could we get someone who can uh who can try to predict who how teams may play us and and get players that are a bit more versatile to be able to handle challenging situations. So, so you want Sean Dyche. That's <laughs> who <So> you want. <laughs> Pragmatic? Pragmatic. Yeah, I think boring. Look, so uh, boring if, look, I mean boring people get keep their jobs, bro. People are saying Tata Martino, people are saying Rooney, Rooney. <laughs> Come on. <bro>. <laughs> uh <laughs> there's a bunch of there's a bunch of names. I think d- different from you, I, what I would want is probably someone like a Jesse Marsh because I would want to see this this project through. I picked that word specifically because I don't know that it's – I don't want to say process because process means we are going in the right direction. Uh, but I think this project seems like the right thing. If you look at how people reacted to this U.S. men's national team at this last World Cup – I think there was a lot of interest in players like Eunice Musa, uh, Weston McKenney, Tyler Adams, um, uh, what's his name, um, Anthony Robinson. The players that we asked to be dynamic, that in this system look dynamic and get an opportunity to be more dynamic, they got a lot of attention and we're getting a lot of respect and we're getting a lot of looks by bigger clubs. Uh, some of the other, like Tim Ream, I know you you mentioned, but. Oh, he looked incredible, and he's continuing to play really he's well. He's having a great 35, season. Yeah. At 35 years old. And you look at some of the – if we had a striker, obviously the results would be different. But I feel like we would be able to – if we had all of the pieces we needed, we'd be able to look back and go, hey, this 
this whole process we have going on right now, this whole pro, this project seems like it's going in the right direction. And to stop it now, maybe the maybe the manager was the right guy, and I do believe Greg Berhalter was the right guy to take us from not qualifying, having to change over our entire roster, having to develop these youth players to believe them to believe in themselves and to become a unit and to become a, a team. He was the right guy to do that. Is he the right guy to, to continue moving forward? I, I don't have enough to sit here and say, yeah, that's the guy. I don't have enough to, to yeah. defend him with. So if you want to make a change, I get it. But what I don't want is someone who comes in and tears that down and brings us back to, all right, let's get eight in a box. I don't want that. So sure. I want someone who can continue and maybe can can get us. What What is the next step above a Greg Berhalter? If you simply look at their coaching careers, you'd have to say Jesse Marsh is the next step above Greg Berhalter, right? Similar styles. Greg managed only in MLS. He was able to do MLS and Germany and a little bit in in England. He's got a lot more experience. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's reached a higher level. So to me, Jesse Marsh is that guy. I agree. I, I wouldn't uh, be upset with that uh, that decision. And I and I think the what I think Jesse can um, help with and, and and help the current crop of players. And and maybe this is the thing I've been more mindful of as I'm just like as we've interviewed more players and really just talked about like kind of like the psychological aspect of the game. Um, and you hear a lot of former players talk about um, e- like, even if, even if certain players had uh, have champions league experience per se um, have having those minutes. If you, if you've played 20 minutes in a champions league knockout game or something like that, mm-hmm. that does so much more for your self-confidence and and just your uh, uh, your abilities than than just playing years in the championship or something like that. You yeah, know, they, of course. They, so so the just the the level of experience that Jesse Marsh has had, uh, I think, will be really really helpful to 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 help prepare players for big World Cup matches. And, and this World Cup, the 2026 World Cup, is going to be interesting because there aren't going to be those leading matches, competitive matches. To get yourself psychologically prepared, you're right. you're already qualified. We're already qualified. So, uh, I, and I so I think Jesse Marsh can help. Uh, uh, and he managed two, technically three. I mean, not for long, but three of the more important players of this 2026 squad. Right. So you get a chance, but at least now Jesse Marsh gets a chance to unwind a little bit. Exactly. And <laughs> how do we like to unwind here on the Cooligans? Well, we. Crack open an ice cores light. <laughs> Let's go. Uh-huh. All right. You know, it, there's no reason to be to be sad. No. That, this opens so many doors for Jesse Buddy, Marsh. Kick your feet up. You ain't gotta go to work today. It's Friday. <laughs> Relax. Well, it's, it's Tuesday right now, but shut up. <laughs> in, in this dream world, where you and I get to talk to Jesse Marsh, it's Jesse, Friday. Jesse Marsh decides what day it yeah. is whenever he but wants. But your calendar's empty. It's all Saturdays and how I like to relax on relax on any day. When I want to chill, I grab a nice cold can that already tells me on the can it's cold. The beer inside this can is perfect to drink right now. It's the right temperature, and that is an ice course light. Exactly, and it tells us it's cold, and it doesn't it doesn't yell at us about no, it. No, I just, would. <laughs> okay, it's just it's it calm. subtle. It's subtle. It's calm. It's just like yo, baby. I'm ready to be drank. Hey, can I show you something? <laughs> hey, you see those mountains? I mean, did you, do you notice they're a different color than they were before? Yeah, they're blue. And you know why? Because the can's cold. <laughs>
Let's go. We're ready to go. Uh, so you got to appreciate it. No other cans are doing that, all nah. right? So you love it. Uh, so when it's time to unwind, uh, Coors Light is the beer we reach for. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash Hooligans. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right. Let's go. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the the financial, the finance uh, portion of our show, which, uh, as you know, it always it always gets into finance. Uh, you well, know, this is very important. Just call us. We'll call it, we're Jim Cramer right yeah, now, bro. Uh, we're and by just like Jim Cramer, do the opposite of whatever we say. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we got to get to this because this obviously just uh, happened uh, just you know, hours ago or whatever. Right. The news, obviously, we'll, we will get to all a bunch of MLS and WSL stuff, um, but we just got to make sure we get to this. Because Manchester City, you got an ad. You got an ad blogger. No, this just—I don't know what happened. I don't oh, have man. an ad blogger. Maybe I should put an ad blogger. Anyway, anyway, uh, but as long as it's if, unless it's a Coors Light ad, then we. Yeah, no, no, that's we, a good ad. We will not block that ad. <laughs> um, People, <laughs> Mega Raymond goes here comes the spreadsheet, and then Cooper said, "Where's the spreadsheet?" <laughs> no, Manchester City are in the news because uh, they have been, uh, I believe, just charged with. Uh, breaking financial fair play rules. We've heard this for, for nine years. Yeah, it's a lot of years. We've heard this. That's we've heard this repeatedly. <laughs> that's eight and a half more than what <laughs> I think. So we've right. heard this uh, for for a while, especially when it comes to um, uh, UEFA. We usually heard it in the context of UEFA um, uh, looking into uh, um, uh, how Manchester City handles all their uh, uh, you know financial fair play rules and all the other stuff. Turns out the Premier League also did their own investigation, which I believe lasted four years. Yeah, and and they, it, there's something about like 101 or 103 counts that they've found that they they may have broken rules. Oh, this isn't one or two. This is so a this significant is, uh, number. Uh, so this is not a great look, and and apparently um, the. There isn't room to like appeal it and stuff like that, like it was with uh, with UEFA and FIFA. It's more. Uh, it's something that the the court of arbitration for sport, I believe that's what it's called, that that operates uh, for uh, for the Premier League. I always I assume it's an independent uh, inve- investigator or an independent authority. That Turns out that top investigator is also an Arsenal supporter. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> I've heard that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is where, like, you even as soon as I heard that 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 the invest the lead investigator is an Arsenal supporter, it's already starting to get like. The mud, the waters are muddied. That's it, what you do. Yeah, it's just getting a lot of. Uh, this is how you do it, though. If <laughs> so, you are, uh, if you are one, of, you know, this is what you do. You you say like, oh, oh, you think that's real, right? Right. What you didn't know is <laughs> so um, Fauci, bro. <laughs> He's he paid for the investigation. That's so, basically what they're doing. So yeah, reading here it says um, uh, it says City said on Monday they were quote uh, quote unquote surprised to have been charged by the Premier League with 101 alleged breaches of financial rules. Rules spanning from 2009 uh, slash 2010 to 2017-18. So there's a couple of things uh, going on here, right? Because now people are talking about if they if they get, um, uh, you know, if they lose in this case, uh, there's a couple possible punishments, right? They could have a point deduction. They could be relegated. They could also have their trophies vacated, uh, and you got to move out of those trophies. <laughs> what a weird way. So they could. Uh, Damn, yo, they're going to make y'all Tottenham, bro. <laughs> but the, and, and all the media, uh, you know, all the big uh, media outlets are just like, oh, what should the punishment be? Like, it's just yeah, like very yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> what would you 
you do if you could punish City? <laughs> just yeah. a very like, who's the cutest boy? Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's um, what? if you could marry anybody, <laughs> who would it be? Uh, so pretty wild. Um, I, look, and we were talking about this uh, before we uh, started recording uh, about what what should the punishment be, and some people have suggested uh, taking away their, uh, their their titles. And then that would mean that it would go to the second place team. See, this is what I don't agree with. Look, any club that is found to have broken the rules and used it as an advantage to a certain degree. I mean, some stuff is just should just be pow pow. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But, but a pow pow is I, are totally called for for most. <laughs> I mean, in fact, I mean, most financial rules. When you get to a hundred, you might be past the pow pow <laughs> range. Right, right. Yeah. You, uh, might to, you might have to go to your room at some right, point. Right, right. There's a higher jurisdiction <laughs> that has reached here than a pow pow. But I will say, I mean, some stuff, it's like, you know, oh, you know, you, maybe you you paid them like endorsement fees or something, or they yeah. got appearance fees that were much much higher than everyone else. There's some stuff where you're like, okay, we see what you did, we're gonna stop you from doing that moving forward, and now no one gets to do it because you know you found some weird little loophole. When you have this much, it's pretty significant. What I don't like is, should the punishment be you lose those trophies you won because of the thing? Maybe yes, but those eleven guys still won that thing. They still beat the other 11 guys. Was the team constructed in an illegal manner? Sure. The the club should for, should be forced to pay for that. You know, what are you going to do? Go to Aguero's house and take away his championship ring? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> or the medal because they win medals there because they right. hate jewelry. Um, you can't do that. And you can't take away that Aguero moment like they're talking about in the uh, thing. You can't take away these moments. You know, does Stoke City become FA Cup champion? From back in the day, no, you don't. You made a good point though, and I, th- I do think this is important. There is a there is a, a a purse you win by becoming champion. Yeah, yeah. That sometimes also is bonuses for players. City, if they are found to have done these things, taking their trophy away and taking away their their Premier League trophy and giving it to Manchester United, to me, is stupid. Manchester United didn't win; they did. Those players won that. Don't take that away from the players. The club should have to pay whoever would have finished in that in that place, whoever would have won that final. Sure, maybe the, they should have to pay them that that the, that uh, amount. Yeah, the financial, the the purse. I could understand. Uh, you know, maybe the other team would because then would, those get, players got screwed. Yeah, yeah. So that I could understand. There has to be some level of compromise again if uh, they are found guilty of uh, of these accusations. Um, <laughs> Paolo Nelson said, "Okay, everyone, line up for a pow pow at the front <laughs> office first. Bro, you, know, <laughs> you know when the players go up and they receive their medal and they shake all the hands? Yeah, yeah. They should get a couple pow 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 on the wrist, just the list that you wait for <laughs> executives. Okay, not never again. Don't do yeah, it again. Yeah. All right, um, now, now you know we're watching. <laughs> there was also a, a uh, remark from um, from Pep Guardiola." From uh, last year, when the the, the, the same uh, similar conversation came up, and the the ruling was overturned, um, and where he said that he, if he if he finds that he is being lied to uh, when it comes to any of this, uh, you know, any of this the financial stuff. That's my favorite quote. Uh, he said, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm leaving tomorrow and I'm not your friend. Something like that. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving, paraphrasing. I'm leaving tomorrow and we are no longer friends. And we are no longer Wow. <laughs> so, Dude, why so harsh, Pep? <laughs> okay. So he's going to take his PlayStation home and he's not letting you play with it. Okay. Bro, Pep said, hey, listen, 
I understand sometimes you can't tell me 100% of the truth, but if I find out you lied to me, you getting blocked on IG, bro. That's, <laughs> oh. What? What? <laughs> you don't? I mean, wow. no coming back from that. No, dude. He's like, yo, bro, I, for some reason, I, I can't tag them in this photo. I don't know why that is. It's uh, absolutely surreal. So the, the yeah, so that's basically it. The um, if if uh, Do you think Manchester City, if found to be guilty, do you think they actually will be punished? Do, forget that. Here's a better question. If you are a part of uh, the Premier League, does it not hurt you to relegate Manchester City? Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean that's that, that has to be. You're not you're not an adult if you're not having that conversation. It right. is it is you know financially it will affect the 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 whole of the Premier League. Right. So then, is to some degree, would it not be dumb to try to punish them at that level? Well, I mean, it's look, you Juve got relegated. Right, right, but Be- that's because they they they, re- they really yeah. did something really. It was bad. a little different. That was the, <laughs> their shit was like almost violent. Yeah, yeah. Um, so whether it's dumb or not, if it's the right thing to do and if it's uh, justified, then 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 you do it. But again, to me, uh, look, I can only speak. Look, if I'm just talking about financial rules, like, and it has nothing to do with like actual crime and actual hurting other human beings right. and stuff like that. I, I would say if, if the penalty on the books is, you know, a point deduction. Apparently there is no guideline as to what happens with this much. Got it. Okay. So, so they're going to create the standard. So they're going to set that standard. Which is why people are saying they're going to potentially be relegated. Because it, especially Todd Bowley is probably like, what do you think is going to happen to those guys? <laughs> you know, I mean, what, I, I didn't, I'm like, what are they looking at exactly? I don't, I don't think I, they should be punished that just, bad. Just for research purposes. Okay? Like when you get relegated, are you allowed to go back to America? Like, is that cool? Like, uh, please don't don't look into me giving Mudrick a 45-year contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, all, it's only up and up. It was the expression said he's giving them the... Uh, the Suge Knight, <laughs> Suge Knight deal. You got a thirty-five year contract, damn son. You ain't getting that. What is it? Deal. A three-six-five deal? Or no, three-sixty. Three-sixty deal. Or whatever. Damn son, he gets a he gets a cut of your merch too. Damn. So I I would say um, relegation seems too harsh. If if again if I get it seems as financially stupid. You know what I mean? In yeah. the reverse way. Right. Right. It seems more prudent to leave them in the league. But also, they're not winning the league this season. Arsenal are. Okay. Right? Damn, bro, where did this conversation uh, come from? Where you, but this American exceptionalism. <laughs> no, I'm coming. just saying, like, uh, they, they drop points. If not, I would have been wild stressed. But they also <laughs> drop points, so I don't care. Or they lost, I should say. But um, if there's a chance they don't win this season, it would suck to not have them in Champions League next year if you are a ruling a governing body. Right. But if they take a 20, 25-point deduction and a, I don't know what, two-year... Uh, transfer ban. It's yeah. kind of harsh. It, it, but it, it ain't, is harsh. Yeah. It ain't. You're like still like. At least you're still in the league. Right. You know right. what I mean. Right. Um. So look, we'll we'll keep uh, an eye on it. I don't know. I have no idea what the consequence will be, or I don't, I don't know what the the ruling will be. It's a. Um, yeah. It's just. It's. It's. We. I, and especially, we also don't know this the specific rules that were broken i did see a a um a article about yaya toure's agent who said that he never accepted any uh, under the table payments or uh, things like that suggesting that he was offered it right 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 so and so everybody's gonna go 
you know, it, I mean, it's a decade, so there's yeah. a lot of people. Well, my, the, a video resurfaced on Twitter from a tweet from 2014 of Pep Guardiola being asked after winning a final. I believe it was FA Cup or or the Carabao Cup final. I'm mm-hmm. not sure which final it was. Uh, they asked him. Was the Pep pre- there in 2014? Yeah. How long, has he been, how long has Pep been there? I think that was his first year, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. But he was asked, uh, hey, uh, it's alleged that Roberto Mancini was paid outside of the country. He was paid in a secondary account. Right. Uh, what do you, but he what, he refuses to answer the question. What do you say? And Pep Guardiola is like, do you think it's fair for me to answer these questions? I did see this. <laughs> so he, um, let's see, he's been there. No, 2016. Told you. Yeah. I so why was he one. asked that in 2014? Maybe that no, was. No, he, he was asked about it. Because of 2014, uh, no, be- the tweets from 2014. I don't, uh, don't think so. He he was. I'll pull it up. He was asked about something in regards to Mancini's time while he was there, but I did see it. Uh, well, the point is, is like the, there's been rumors, there's been stuff floating around about it, but you know, it's almost like it, I think the Scottish Premier League suffered when they sent. Um, Rangers down to the fourth division. Yeah, yeah. So the, and and that's the risk uh, you take. You might have to. You might. The league will hurt itself to prove a point. Which I which Mike Thomas said it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the this is the clip. Uh, oh, it's from twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yes. Uh, let's see if uh, let's just play. Roberto Mancini was discovered to have had separate payments from Abu Dhabi while okay, City Manager. We're not have you go... ever had separate payments from Abu Dhabi that, no. while City Manager? Do you, know, do you know the question as you ask him to me? Do you know the question asking me if I receive money for another situation right now today? Do you honestly, do you think I deserve to make this kind of question that happened, Roberto? I don't know. The day won the travel about the I receive money for an other situations. <laughs> so I just Pep Pep when he gets angry at you, he turns into a it's like almost like an actor. Like he just becomes like method, like you gonna talk to me. He also does the whisper talking that yeah. an evil character does. <laughs> oh you think you really think you can ask me this question? <laughs> it's just to me. It's pretty remarkable. On this day that I went to travel, <laughs> on the day of my daughter's yeah, travel, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you come to me asking for my help. Do you? Re- really he think? did the. Oh, bro, he's been he's been in England for a minute, bro. <laughs> he looked like a tia, right? <laughs> oh, you told me you were allowed to drink Coca Cola. <laughs> but now I call your mother and I find out I was not supposed to give you the Coca-Cola. And now you're making me look like an asshole. <laughs> These two said Pep De Niro. <laughs> Pep, Michael Pep, Pep Montana. Pep Montana. <laughs> Pep the Mafia Ball. He gets, there's there's something, because we all know him as like the... Jovial, dancing around. Oh, well, not even that, but just also, just, you know, can... Lissette said Pep and Boots. <laughs> <laughs> he Come on. Like Antonio, he does sound like Antonio Banderas. Come on. Uh, <laughs> But he does. Um, uh, we, Corleone. We, we know him as the like um, the, uh, the man obsessed with football and focused on every single detail and and really got, uh, kind of animated. But 
when when you cross a line with Pep Guardiola, mm-hmm. like this this is how he talked to Joaquin Cancelo before you sent him to Bayern. You know where you're going? <laughs> Going to Germany. <laughs> so nobody wants to go. <laughs> a nice cover said Pep Shiesty. <laughs> Bro, he should be wearing the. He's but he's he's look at, at some point. Look, he, Pep's had enough with these like questions, and, and I, I'm gonna take it at face value and assume that he's just trying to manage the you know manage his players, manage the club. He shouldn't have to answer. He shouldn't this. have to this answer. This is he some front office. Right, right. His checkbook. <laughs> so that said, though. When you answer a question like that, it makes me assume you may know more than you're leading on to. Like, I'll give you an example. Uh, my buddy was driving with his girl, and his phone, an alert pops up. Mm-hmm. And it was one in the morning, and it was like a guy's name, uh, but the note was not from a dude. Okay, yeah. the message So his girl that. goes to grab the phone. And I'm not making this up. Do you know what he does next? Don't know what he says now. He grabs his phone and throws it out of the window of a moving vehicle. <laughs> now, he explains this. I mean, Pep didn't like knock over the mic and water and <laughs> run out. But he explained this to us like, she ain't get to read nothing, bro. She don't know. And I'm like, oh, she knows. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm going to assume she knows. It, it's probably a little bit worse, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. her assumptions, yeah, yeah. than you just letting her read it. 100%. She is in the camp of this dude is doing something wrong. She doesn't know exactly what, but trust me, she's not at home right now making your favorite dinner waiting for you to come home. So look, I didn't I don't take it as that. I think this response from uh from Pep it, it is look, I think the journalist probably has to ask the question because they just no. they're doing their job, but I have no reason to think that the that the manager himself is involved in some sort of a violation of of the rules. I whether he is or isn't, I have no reason to assume that he would. He why yeah, would he, he even walk want- in the front office and go, "Get me this player," <laughs> and I don't care why, how. Why would he want that job? He has yeah, already no. a billion other things to worry about. So also oh, he's one without it. Uh, D Stu uh, and I want to read this in the uh, angry pep. Uh, you hand me a can that does not tell me if the beer is cold. <laughs> you hand me this. <laughs> Like I drink anything other than ice cold course line. You hand me a beer sourced anywhere other than the Rockies. Bro, these two, you're going to be writing our ad bro, copy going forward. These still, bro. Just as Pep. Pep is going to be reading our ads. Michael Raymond said, by friend, it's Alexis. No, there's no chance I wouldn't survive that. I would be rolling next to that phone outside the car if, if that ever happened with me and D. Uh, so uh, uh, pretty wild. Look, I, I we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, again, I, I think... Uh, as of right now, I'm believing Pep. I don't think he has anything to yeah, do with Pep, anything. Leave we'll Pep alone on this, bro. <laughs> so, oh no, wait a minute. Uh, keep stressing Pep out. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, up until the end of the season. Once Arsenal r- lift the trophy, then give him a break. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, a couple. Let's move on to some uh, some MLS stuff because this was. Uh, so let's talk about the NBA All Star Game. <laughs> no, but this was kind of fun because Tom Boger. Uh, shout out to Tommy Scoops. He he um, tweeted this. He wrote. Uh, sources, which I'm, I'm assuming is just Tom, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he yeah. says... <laughs> the phone he just had to his ear. <laughs> You'll know what I mean by the last sentence. But he goes, uh, USMNT and National SC defender Walker Zimmerman was asked to play in the 2023 NBA Celebrity All-Star Basketball Game, but can't because he's in the middle of preseason. Zimmerman 
played basketball in his youth and was quite good. The game is a week before MLS opening day. Now, I, it's, the tweet is interesting, right? You never really hear of MLS players being invited to almost almost any NBA thing outside of simply like when a player gets signed and they go to that. Sit on the court side. Yeah, sit on the court side. That happens from time to time. But then I want to highlight this because Christian Roldan, uh, oh, Roldan, I want to say. Uh, uh, this is an opportunity to get cooked by your friends. <laughs> because whenever, if you compliment somebody on the internet yeah, there's yeah, gonna yeah. be people like hey, 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 hey. hey slow, listen slow. i gotta go use the toilet so i got <laughs> i got some time here slow down with yeah, all that yeah, yeah yeah i can't let my friend get a big head but seattle sounder and uh usm uh mnt teammate of uh of uh, walker zimmerman said uh quote uh, i don't doubt that he was invited tom but quote unquote quite good who told you this? Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you get this? What source was this? What source? Is Fabrizio saying this? Yeah, what yeah, is, yeah, what's yeah. going on here? Uh, and then Walker- Did Fabrizio uh, call you but sound like Walker Zimmerman <laughs> saying this? <laughs> because uh, Walker Zimmerman, and we just responded saying, Christian, Christian, Christian. Uh, well, it feels like he's talking to me a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's kind of nice. No uh, H, though. What'd you say? No H. No H. That's right. I mean, uh, Christian Roldan. Christian Roldan's name is spelled the way, like the the Spanish way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, uh, but you know, I don't know what my parents were thinking. Who knows? They were like that old American. They'll never think he's Dominican <laughs> now. Um, and and this kind of happened uh, even in the in the uh, quote tweets. There were a, a couple other uh, MLS players doing doing the same thing. Everybody was just saying like, "Yo, yo, yo, slow down." Uh, I think it was Chris Seitz uh, who played with Walker Zimmerman at FC Dallas. And he said, uh, he might have, he said, I, I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said, like, uh, Walker Zimmerman was probably, like, the fourth best player on uh, when in, during my FC Dallas days. So there's a lot of people coming here with receipts, bro. Bro, now you got to go, Walk. <laughs> but the- Drain 81 on him, on Justin Bieber, bro. <laughs> okay. Dunk on Kevin Hart, Yo, bro. you got to take Jack Harlow to the hole. <laughs> who's also, uh, who's the dude, the, the... The, the 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 secretary of education under Obama that was um that he played basketball he played Kumar in, no 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 I forgot his name but maybe somebody in the chat but there was a the, the secretary of education that was under uh, under the Obama administration was like a baller and he played in the celebrity all game wet shot <laughs> draining Jays. my man was just like in the post Charles Oakley style yeah just had a uh, had a nice mid range oh no not the so that's who Walker Zimmerman gonna be playing against but but I think the main thing here is that we know yes you know athletes getting involved in other sports can be dangerous. But it's also the celebrity game. You could give them a give them a few minutes, right? Right. Full wave. Yeah, yeah. It's just you know like yeah. I mean? You're not. I, I, I've never heard of anybody tearing an ACL. Right, right, right. Celebrity. Jack ain't worried. <laughs> All right. By the way, uh, Anais Cobru said Sky is reporting that the lawyer city is bringing in is on the same salary as KDB. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. It's getting messy, bro. Bro. <laughs> um. So, you got some big money lawyers, bro. <laughs> so this is uh, look, Kevincho uh, in uh, in the chat saying uh, for the content and uh, yeah, you gotta. This seems like a missed opportunity. Um, you know, All Star Game is a very That's a great idea. He said, send this is Kevincho's idea. Send an MLS player of each team to the NBA All Star Game and a player from the NBA to the MLS All Star Game. Joel Embiid, bro, Target Man. He got some skill. He he can ball. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's a couple um uh, Joel Embiid is a, a pretty good player. I've seen him like juggle at the very least. He's pretty good. Um 
Uh, who else? Um, uh, who's the kid from um, Toronto? Sykem? Sykem? Okay. He's incredible. See, uh, Siakam. 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 Um, uh, Luca. Luca's pretty good. He's Serbian. Oh, Luca. Yeah, Luca Doncic. Yeah, yeah. Luca, yeah, he's pretty good. I bet you Jokic got some in him. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't doubt it. Smoking a cigarette out there. <laughs> get a, get a, just get a, a clean triple double yeah, at the yo. MLS All-Star game. They're like, bro, is that is that guy eating a bag of cheese curds? <laughs> um, Joel Harden Durant. Meaning having they, them those play? Those two own teams. <laughs> I don't uh, think Harden and Durant are really skilled in the game of soccer. And Ice Cold Bruce said uh, John Morant would be on some Joseph Martinez shit, smaller, but got crazy ups. Yo, bro, I would... Dude. Steve Nash could still ball a little bit, too. I know he's not really in the NBA anymore. Yeah, coach, yeah. But he, yeah, he, play, he played in the, well, the Steve Nash uh, uh, game, the yearly game. That Greek doing Freak. Some... Giannis Antetokounmpo. Of course. Antetokounmpo. Uh, Juan Vargas said, do Dominicans and Cubans say mama well, uh Dominicans say it. Yeah, it's not a big thing in Cuban culture. No, no, it's a, no. It's a very more Dominican thing. It's okay. much more Dominican. In fact, who else says it besides Dominicans? I'm glad, I'm glad we could. It's just a nice, nice little bilingual lesson. We just <laughs> how would you, What I know how to use mama huevo, but in what scenario are we talking about? I don't know. I don't even know why it's in the chat. It's a little bit of a surprise, but I appreciate it. It's kind of fun. I think Cubans are more like hijo de puta. Is a yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one word, by the way. <laughs> Híjole, man. That's, that's yeah. the more Mexican way. Anyway. Is that really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. MLS owner three aside. Oh, my God. <laughs> we call, that's the burst hammy cup right there, bro. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think this, this would be a, a, a really cool thing if, they, uh, if uh, any of this, like, crossover uh, happened. So maybe one day, maybe this, this little... Um, I don't know. Outcry. Maybe, maybe we'll you know, have somebody change their minds or whatever. Get let Walker play six, seven minutes. That's what I'm saying. Couple photos. Drain a J. Catch a rebound. That's it. Make an, make an outlet pass. Keep it moving. Make the TikTok, and that's it. And you know what you do? You make it fun. It's a celebrity game. He bumps Jack Harlow or Drewski, whoever's on the pitch, <laughs> right. on the court. On the pitch, right? yeah. uh, he bumps him, <laughs> and then the ref comes out, gives him a red card. He, bro, he walks off the court and, yo, no injury, blah, 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 blah. The reporters are like, oh, he got a red card. Uh, MLS season kicks off on you Apple see, TV+. You, Plus. See, you see the bro. brilliant ideas that we come up with on this show? Bro, off and, the dome. Bro, okay? And, yeah, maybe, look, and maybe Walker can get a basket off the dome. Whatever. He heads. Uh, he, he heads he the ball. He heads the ball. That uh, the board marks let him fake an injury and dive, bro. bro you know how viral? The, come on, you know how viral that will go, bro. Y'all dumb, bro. Yo, welcome MLS. Look Yo, at this. Y'all need us, MLS. <laughs> uh, Answer our emails, <laughs> MLS. We're gonna go directly to iTunes support if you don't answer us, <laughs> <laughs> bro. <laughs> Um, the other thing uh, that's kind of cool in uh, in American soccer news, we were talking about this last week. Uh, Wrexham came up, but Wrexham is gonna be in America playing uh, in the TST in the soccer tournament seven v seven. And bro, the players get that million dollars if they win. Yo, and they might have a, a, a strong. Uh, oh, you mean a professional <laughs> squad? A professional versus a couple of guys that Clint Dempsey knows. <laughs> yeah, dude. But Wrexham is going to be playing in uh, in North Carolina. It's going to be June first uh, uh, through fourth. Obviously, we know the, the disadvantage. They're going to be in Charlotte in the summer. You and I have been there in the summer. Yeah, it's it's a. You bit- and I couldn't handle it. We have Caribbean <laughs> blood. Do you think a bunch of 
Welsh <laughs> are going to be able to handle this. So it's going to be interesting. I wonder. When they see the mosquitoes we saw, they're going to be like, we need to leave <laughs> this godforsaken land. Right. Uh, this is a uh, look again uh, when it comes to cross promotion. We're just talking about it. Why? Why can't an MLS player playing the celebrity All Star game? Um, but this is a good move uh, yeah. from uh, Rexham and from Ryan Reynolds and Rob uh, McElhaney. Uh This is Rob, my- people asking if we're going. We have been asked yeah. to some degree. Right, we're having some of those conversations. We'll see. But I will ask this. I will say this. We will drop all of those prior engagement and agreements and commitments if Rexham asks us to come through. There we go. All right, we're putting it Listen, out there. We get it. We get a phone call from Rob and Ryan. <laughs> we going. Okay, you got our numbers, bro. Bro, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Text us back, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, the other a uh, couple of things that we have to make sure we discuss. Um, uh, NWSL finally. Uh, we're getting the schedule. When is it? Tomorrow? It, right. Release the damn schedule, bro. <laughs> um, so we're, we're recording this Tuesday, February 7th. The, the, the schedule will be dropping February 8th when some probably some people uh, are listening. But I want to have a, a, a kind of a bigger conversation here because um, the uh, uh, Jessica Berman, the commissioner mm-hmm. of NWSL, did also tweet saying that uh, kind of an apology, uh, apologizing for it taking so long to uh, release the schedule. A lot of um, fans, uh, journalists, everybody's been pointing out like the... It's become a joke, but from frustration. Right, right. But it's become a, a thing where not releasing the schedule uh, promptly um, doesn't allow... It, it, it hurts the league's growth because people can't actually schedule... Uh, an away trip or a journalist can't schedule uh, to, to cover a particular game. They don't know when these games are happening. They don't want to be uh, uh, booked to do something else. Yeah. And, and when, when an important game might, uh, might be happening. Um, and, and, and the commissioner wrote a tweet just kind of um, saying like, look, we don't have a, essentially she's like alluding to, uh, well, maybe one day we'll explain why it's taken so long. And I and it's a I think for a lot of people, they're happy like, oh, OK, finally, we're getting the schedule. But still, you created more questions. Yeah, it's like not exactly comforting um, right. to know what. It, so it, it just kind of highlights or at least feels like the that, that NWSL is still in some um not necessarily disarray, but still not as organized as I, mean, as I, I think I, we would want. I think it's we're st- they're just getting out of the startup phase, and I think there's still some leftover of that, and this is one of those things. Okay, um, but uh, so uh, when we see the schedule, hopefully we'll see. Um, you know, uh, they hope, obviously looking forward to a lot of big games. I hope they do something similar to um, the way MLS is starting this season, which uh, um, at, at the Rose Bowl and LAFC, you know, at Trafico at the Rose Bowl and stuff like that. Like we we need a couple of those you know there there isn't an nwsl all-star game there we need a couple of those like i don't know those big marquee an all-star an all-star game would be huge. marquee games i would love to see it okay um fanx said why fan xy said it would be complete chaos with McElhaney reynolds duo with the cooligans uh, bro streets need it the streets are dying for the it, streets bro. of wrexham need it <laughs> <laughs> um the other thing I wanted to make sure we talked about was the bid for the 2030 World Cup that has been made official. Uh, Argentina, Uruguay, Chile, and Paraguay 
uh, launch a joint bid for the 2030 uh, World Cup. And uh, they mentioned here in the tweet, BR Football said it would mean the World Cup celebrates its 100th anniversary in, in Uruguay, where the tournament uh, was first held. First ever uh, where U.S. finished third. And Uruguay beats Brazil in the final. Mm-hmm. Uh, first ever World Cup, hundredth. I'm I'm down. Do you? Th- some people think it's too many countries. Four, four countries that are we not got three, and two. One of them is huge. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I guess I don't have that much of an issue with it, and and they're all some f- of the reporting of like post this last World Cup. One of the big positives that came out of it was everyone saying. Turned out to be great that all the games were in like the same area because people would be like going to a restaurant or a cafe and their friend would be like, oh, a friend of mine just texted me that he has a couple extra tickets for the game today. And it's not like, oh, now we got to go fly to L.A. or right. now we got to go fly to Toronto or we got to go fly to Mexico City. It, it's all there. You're already you're always in the city where the games are happening. So there, that was like a big positive. So I get maybe having four countries involved is not great. And also, let's not front like. Argentina probably has the facilities to do this on their own. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it, you don't necessarily need all these countries, but it, it would be cool to have this this sort of large swath of, of area get the opportunity to be highlighted, especially with some of the difficulties that Argentina are, are having, you know, economically. This would be a nice bump up for them, although you'd hope by 2030 they have it figured it out. But oh, just even the anticipation of that, I think, is always a positive. Yeah, I think the um, you know we we know uh, uh, as far as like infrastructure, you I, and this is just my you know the little knowledge I have. I have a fair sense that Argentina and Uruguay are pretty fine with that stuff. But then you think of Chile and Paraguay, and then you're like, all right, maybe this might be the like they may only get to host one or two games and stuff like that. Yeah, even I think Uruguay really only has like two stadiums that are capable of doing this. Okay. Uh, Peñarol's new stadium, which is a little bit out. I think it's like uh, something the Siglo and uh, the Centenario, which oh, is like the big, big one. Oh, that, that boy made the point uh, saying 48 teams, hell no, Argentina can't host alone. Yeah, now we're forgetting That's the right, 48, 48 teams. teams. Yeah, this, so you're going to need uh, a couple uh, a couple other countries getting involved. Yeah. Probably for the, for the future of most World Cups, um, it'll be difficult for one country to really handle it outside of like, uh, Michael Raymond put, isn't Argentina grimy as hell, though? Gary just goes, what do you mean by that, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> God, my man. <laughs> Bro, you got to know when. <laughs> I mean, look, I love Newark, but when someone goes, ain't it dangerous? I go, what do you mean by that? I go, right, right. oh, do you mean because of? <laughs> and then I list out the reasons it's dangerous. <laughs> Pulls out his rap sheet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Funny you should say that. <laughs> Give me your wallet. You see what happens when you talk slick around here? <laughs> you could put your eyes on your own paper. Mind your business. I just, that's how you survive. Um. All Imagine right. Argentina playing England in the Bombonera. Oh my God, that'd be fun. I, I, I that that's also one of my like bucket list things. We got we got to go to play England in the Bombonera. To play, just, just, <laughs> you got to get out there. Bro. Missed out, you know. Yeah, I feel like you got something to go before you get to that point, but I believe in you, bro. Would wanna Kevincho? Have you been to? Um, uh, Kevincho is River Plate. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Have you been to Bombonera? Have you been to? Yeah, just. Um, and I dare you now to say no because it's too dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's like one of the uh, yeah. We gotta go. We gotta go to a game some there. Um, okay. Uh, all right. We gotta wrap up. Um, a couple uh, quick things. Uh, a couple 
people saying Bonera is also on my bucket list. Uh, follow us uh, everywhere on Instagram uh, at Soccer Cooligans. Follow us on TikTok. We're almost at five thousand uh followers on on tiktok we're getting there we're getting there slowly so, but surely we're getting there so hit the follow button uh there as well uh join us on patreon as always for uh no cap recap and some uh extra content as well which we're working on we're going to be uh working on a little project real soon that'll be available on patreon uh first to uh to our folks and uh so patreon.com slash soccer cooligans is where you join um anything else before we go uh no that's it we love you guys another hot show in the books we did it again uh we will see you next week everybody monday on youtube tuesday uh uh, you know uh, the podcast will be available here on the levitard and friends network so we'll see you next week everybody peace love you guys Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 